0: Welcome back to the Sunday Roast. How's it going, guys? How the hell are you? How was your week? Good? Bad? Indifferent? Uh, thank you all, as always, for the kind messages. It means the world to me. Thank you for all the suggestions on the Sunday Roast. Thank you to everybody who has signed up to the Patreon. It makes a huge difference. You're changing my life. Uh, patreon.com forward slash Mark megan Let's go. I can now confirm that there are two live shows officially in the works. They won't be a million miles away, they're actually very close in the next two months. That's all I can say for now apparently. People do that, you have to you have to hold back information and then release it at a later date. Nonsense. Suffice to say the the live shows are designed for people who are subscribed to the Patreon. So if you're not in it, you can't bloody win it. Speaking of winning it, can we just address for a second? because I know I spoke about this briefly on a post I did on my Instagram at Megan Mark, but Instagram and Facebook, bloody competitions. How do these things still exist? I mean, you can you, like can you put a price on dignity? Yes, you can apparently. Apparently you can. It would appear that even Rock Bottom has a trapdoor where people can fall into the secret basement of literally the most lacklustre life of all time. What the hell are you doing? You know, Margaret, no. Entering this Instagram competition by your local butchers will not result in you winning a holiday to Greece or a fucking Range Rover. What the hell are people doing here? Literally forfeiting their passport to self-respect by sharing these competitions on their Facebook and on their Instagrams. Oh, uh, Today FM are giving away €5. Euro. All you have to do is uh, kiss your sister, share this as your story and run, a- run around the house three times. What the hell are people doing? It's absolutely mental. Like, why the hell is the Maxall garage on the Rock Road going to be giving away a private jet, Denise? This isn't going to happen. It's absolutely ridiculous. Also, like, why do you think your local butchers all of a sudden has just this opulent amount of iPads that they're willing to give away if you share a fucking post of a turkey? And actually, whilst we're on this, why do people say local butchers? <laughs> oh yeah, I just got that from the uh, the local butchers there. You know the local butchers there around the corner? Yeah, yeah, I do, Damien. But, like, why are you saying local butchers? It's not like you've travelled 45 kilometres to get a leg of lamb ridiculous like with Americans you know Americans say stuff like oh yeah we went out there uh we went out in uh Temple Bar really great place we went out we went out for a steak dinner we're saying steak dinner like that do you know what I mean it's not like you're gonna go oh we went down for one of those uh lunch sandwiches there on Friday you know what I mean that's not even American that's sort of more like hey you kids uh <laughs> sort of like a ranger in like the Canadian w- hey hey how's it going you kids uh notice anything strange How- just checking up on you You could uh, see a dead body. What? But you know what I mean? Steak dinners. Oh yeah, we went down for some breakfast toast there on Friday. Very nice. But now... Something else has happened to me this week. We need to discuss. This is... Hand on my heart. 100% true. Okay? So I had a relatively easy week. Right? Nothing too crazy happened. I've been working hard... Um, on, like, Thursday night, I went to visit my granny in the home, which isn't easy, as I'm sure you can imagine. Um, the Wi-Fi is literally shite. So, last night I was thinking, right, let's go for some drinks. So I went out with a friend of mine for a few, you know, pinto de Lagos, as the fella says, a few Guinness Paltros. Anyway, we're sitting in this venue. I won't reveal which... We're sitting in this venue. And I see that there, or I notice that there's a table to my left, okay, out of my peripheral vision. Somebody gets up from that table. And then you know this feeling, we're all familiar with it, you know when you can tell that somebody's looking at you? Even though, I don't know, I can't really describe it, but you just know, so you immediately sort of, you look up to see. I cast my eyes to the left, because I can feel these bloody retinas, burning through me and guess who it is lily fucking james baby i swear to god she gets up from her table and she's walking across the room to the loo or something you know she gets up and while she walks across the floor i like i swear to god she does not break eye contact with me once And equally, it's one of those weird ones, as I said in the airports episode, I don't know, is this just utmost desire? Is this incredibly electric, mental, sexual energy? Or is this, why is that weird fat lad in the corner who looks like Todd from the wedding crashes if he was to join the Irish Defence Forces staring at me? Suffice to say, it was electric. It was magical. There is something between us. I can feel it, okay? Okay. And by the way, I'm hyper aware of how absolutely crazy this makes me sound, right? But then again, if I'm crazy, surely I wouldn't know that I'm crazy. Is that not the sort of safety within going mad that if I was actually totally crazy, I wouldn't know? Okay, we'll call it what it is. Delusions of grandeur, you know what I mean? Delusions of grinder, more like, said the jock, to the weak-willed applause of his own hands in the empty auditorium that is his brain. Back to the main event. Lily goes to the bathroom. Comes back 10 to 15 minutes later. So <laughs> that doesn't bode too well for the future. But anyway, we can <laughs> forgive and forget. She comes back. And I swear to God, for the whole time she walks across the floor again, our eyes don't break contact. So I was like, okay, I've got to do something. My friend was like, he, he had his back to like her and the room. So he couldn't see what was going on. And he did that really annoying thing, by the way. You know when you ask a friend, you're like, okay... Don't look over now. Don't look over your shoulder now, but X person has just walked in. What? Where? Oh you can't fucking see anything here. Like, okay, well I'm not gonna I'm not gonna communicate with you then if you're gonna just completely betray me that quickly. Suffice to say, she sits back down, I was like, right, I've got to do something here. So I did what any normal man would do in 2020. I took out my phone. I went on to her Instagram. I scrolled down as far as I could go. To like a holiday in Cyprus in 2016. I liked 58 of her photos. That didn't yield a response. So then I went into the DMs and I was thinking, will I go again in the DMs? But staring at me in front of my face was that original DM. If you recall from the former episode when I saw her in uh, It's All About Eve in the West End. And I sent a little DM after a few measurements of alcohol. So I decided against it. And just as I was about to pluck up the courage to get up to go over and say hello, her and her friend left. It was a... I don't know it seemed like it could have been a date I don't know but it wasn't going well the two of them were on their phones for the whole thing but yeah this is happening this is definitely a message from the gods somebody needs to make this happen before 2020 is out myself and Lily will go on a date or I will be cancelled who knows If you Google the Debs, this is the definition that comes up. A debutante ball is a formal presentation of young ladies, debutante, to polite society, typically hosted by a charity or society. There has never been a least factual statement in the whole entire world. Up there with like okay, uh, I'll come in for a pint, but I'm only having one. Or, like, somebody on Pimp My Ride saying, yeah, no, I really feel like my life's going to totally change now as a result of this. (laughs) Do you remember Pimp My Ride? Absolutely ridiculous. Ridiculous. Like, Brett, you do realise that just because you've got an aquarium in your Ford Fiesta, that's not going to get you a new job. Let's talk about the CV here. You know, you can't put that in your re- resume. Imagine driving down the N11 with the water sloshing around. Oh, you have to climb over the fucking table tennis table that Exhibit has put in just to get to five dead fish. This is absolutely ridiculous. Pimp My Ride was the most absurd thing in the world. And also, Exhibit, stop listening to every single thing I said. Oh, so what, uh, what did you have for breakfast today, Mark? Uh, actually, I didn't have much this morning. I just had uh, beans on toast. Day five. Yo, dog. so we heard you love beans on toast, so we turned your car into a bean. What? You fucking butchered it. This was a relatively nice Nissan Micra, and you've absolutely destroyed it, Exhibit. What have you done here? And that guy, Mad Mike, is doing my absolute tits in. Will somebody shut him up? Anyway... The Debs, okay? The Debs are the most outrageous things in the whole entire world. What the hell were we doing? I mean, let's start from the start. Do you remember the clothes that people would wear to the Debs? I mean, I feel really sorry. I feel worse for the girls because at least with the guys, right, you could buy a suit and you 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 might get your Nana's funeral out of it or something. Girls would buy dresses that would literally age worse than a burst yogurt in a forgotten sports bag. Dresses that had the lifespan of a butterfly born in Chernobyl. Like, I've seen wrapping paper that, is more chic than the dresses worn to the debs. Fabric that you wouldn't see used as the carpet in your local cinema in 1994. And then like some disgusting clutch bag. What even is in that clutch bag, Gronia I mean, four Tic Tacs and some lip gloss that you can literally see from space. Wayward ships have literally been washed up on the rocks due to the gloss, Sophie. How many baths of Curious by Britney Spears do you need to have before you realise that your underarms still smell like christy moore's undercarriage and and weirdly i like my debs was in like the mid to late noughties like 2008 i think 2009 some of the dresses there was a weird like sort of almost uh like mermaid trend with girls where they just thought okay we've got this dress what this needs now is just loads of random turquoise shite thrown over it absolutely horrendous I would sooner walk across a field of plugs in bare feet than wear some of the fucking shoes these girls wore to the Debs. Like, horrendous stuff. But at the same time, let's be honest here. We weren't exactly, you know, Marc Jacobs either. We weren't exactly Gucci. Some of the, show, some of the clothes that guys wore, some of the suits were just absolutely diabolical. I'm really happy, though, that the Peaky Blinders hadn't been released, because I can only imagine the Debs nowadays. All these wankers walking around in flat caps. You know, oh, it actually makes you sick. Although, I think the worst... I mean, aside from wearing an ill-fitting suit, which is a crime that should be punishable by death, the only thing worse than an ill-fitting suit... Are the guys and there's usually one to two in every year. I'm sure, I'm certain that you would have encountered one of these gobshites in your at your deb's. You know the guy that opts for the novelty suit. Oh, 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 Garoud, hilarious! You got you brought a pimp stick. You are the opposite of a pimp, Garoud. You are a gimp. If life was a ship, you would sink. This is a titanic embarrassment, okay? And also, there's a certain irony in that you've you've decided to dress like a pimp, yet you're probably the one person in our year who's going to have to pay for intercourse for the remainder of your life. This is absolutely naff. Oh, I've got this purple tuxedo. Do you? You don't look like the Joker. You are a Joker. You're a spoofer. You're a gob-shot. He's He's cut from the same cloth as these people who arrive to the Debs in a stretch limo what what is with that whole thing about getting a limousine i mean getting a limousine is like has as much class as ditching school like you you, there's nothing glamorous about this getting a limousine by yourself booking it is about as glamorous as referring to ketchup as red sauce or clapping when the plane lands do you know what i mean like oh we got the limo and we were shouting out the roof oh you were were you you were doing what literally everybody who's ever been in a limousine does. Also, you driving down the M50 in a limousine, shouting out the roof, is basically just telling people that you haven't sat the junior cert. Like, it's such it's such a weird illusion that you think people think you think people are looking at you going, Oh wow, oh, he's in his stretch limousine. This guy must be this guy must be doing big things in it with his pimp stick and his purple suit. No, absolutely not. It's like those people that pay for priority boarding on a Ryanair flight. These days, I don't know if you've noticed it, but the queue for normal boarding on a Ryanair flight is usually tiny and people will actually pay to queue up to be in the priority one because they're so consumed with the illusion of wealth. They'll actually pay to queue longer. Also, like I don't think anybody is going to see you in priority boarding on the 11 flight to Blackpool and think, Ooh, I wonder, is that Beyonce? They probably travel around in stretch limousines all the time. Do you know what I mean? It's absolutely outrageous. Which is another thing that really annoyed me, by the way, about the Debs. What was the story with guys just taking anybody's blazer at the end of the night? Oh yeah, this this one looks like mine. Yeah, I'll just take that. What? Do you remember the absolute frenzy the day after? All the mums would be calling each other and be like, I think you've got Michael's blazer. I've got, hold on, what does it, I've got a St. Bernard one here. Do you know where that is from? Do you know what I mean? Do you know where that is from? But like, it was absolutely ridiculous. Guys just going up to the back of any chair. Ah yeah, that looks like mine. Why is that yours, Stephen? Why is that yours? Cuz it has sleeves. You can't just take something because you've recognized that it has sleeves. Jeez, Louise. That's one of my pet peeves. Do you know what I mean? It was absolutely ridiculous. Guys coming home with checkered pants and then a purple fucking jacket. Absolutely ridiculous carry on. <laughs> think it would be remiss if we didn't actually go through a sort of evening of the Debs just for those unfamiliar so you can understand the sort of process that would happen first and foremost the general idea was that for your Debs you would invite somebody you know a, a, a date but then also because we all graduated around the same time you'd have certain people who thought it was, like, a cool thing to, to be invited to so many Debs. I mean, girls walking around, connect like, collecting Debs dates like skulls. Like, absolutely ridiculous. The person that I brought to my Debs, I met them on MSN Messenger the week before. I didn't have a girlfriend or a boyfriend or anything, so I just had to literally... Do you remember MSN Messenger? It was this, like, chat site that you would have gone onto and basically just added anybody. You wouldn't even know the person, but you'd just add them on MSN and be like, hey, what's going on? What are you up to? Nothing much, mate. Uh, I'm doing the same thing that you're doing, aka we're in a room in our family home that is probably called like the computer room, which is basically just a stale bit of space in our house. But uh, yeah, I, I met this girl on MSN, invited her to my Debs. Absolutely fine. But there's so many bullshit sort of traditions that you have to buy into with the Debs that really frustrates me. For instance... There's this weird thing where her parents, when when they're dropping her off to your house, uh, you're like you're waiting upstairs and like, oh, don't come down, don't come down. She's just about to come in. It's like, okay, like we're, this isn't our wedding day. And then also, why have we invited her parents in for a drink? Did you guys have that that stupid tradition where you'd have to invite? her parents into your house, or his parents, whichever way it was, into your house to have the most profoundly awkward glass of Prosecco that has ever occurred. Like, you're standing around your living room, always the living room, not the kitchen. I don't know why. Oh, we're going to the nice room for this. Why? Why? Your man's literally wearing a Leinster jersey. He doesn't give a damn. But you know, you're standing around in your living room, your parents and her parents and your mum has borderline got carpal tunnel syndrome, given the amount of fucking photographs that she's taking. And you're here with this girl, and then her parents, and you're making the most ludicrous small talk of all time. Like, preposterous. We are never going to meet each other again. We are never going to be friends. Do you know what I mean? Anyway, you then go to the Debs, okay? You go to the Debs, and it's... Our Debs were, uh, Where were they? Um... I don't know, some sort of banal, miscellaneous and irrelevant space uh, that was obviously the cheapest. But we went out to these Debs and it was quite, quite terrible. I mean, on the way in, okay, there was like a bunch of Mount Anvil girls going to our Debs. Mount Anvil is this like really uh, posh school in South County, Dublin. There was a bunch of these girls there and I literally overheard this conversation and I will never, ever forget it. Bear in mind, we're like 18. One of them says to the other... Oh my God, like, uh, yeah, like, I had to do so much prep for this. Like, I had to get, like, a Brazilian. And the other one was like, oh my God, yeah, like, guys, what do you think? Like, where, like, where is the fully best place in Dublin to get a Brazilian? And I shit you not, <laughs> one of them responded, surely, like, Dicey's on a Tuesday. <laughs> do you know what I mean? This is just to give you the, this just give you a level, the sort of intellect that we were dealing with this evening. But you go into the Debs. And you get served food. And like, you know, this is a really interesting time because you've all spent the whole summer post-secondary school doing whatever you do. You know, the vast majority have spent it on like some sort of squalid beach resort in Ayanapa or something else that sounds like a salad you don't understand. And suffice to say, you've got, you've got all the different people. Like a lot of people have moved on. They've sort of grown up. You know, they're either starting to work Or they're going into university or they're just doing their thing. And then you've got some guys who just have literally regressed into the emotional wilderness. And they can't actually deal with the fact that we're now out of school and we now actually have to be in the real world. So the starters have been ordered and I'm sitting beside a guy who's fashioned a mask out of the Parma ham that came with the melon. And it's like, mate, this isn't Billy Roll, Billy. You know, you can't just do this. You, you have to evolve somewhat. This is insane. And then you've got other people, like, producing. One of the girls that was at our table lifted up her dress and she showed that she had a shoulder of vodka sellotaped to her thigh. And she was like, just in case. Uh, just in case what? Quiva. Just in case what? Just in case the moon becomes full and all of a sudden you transform into Shane McGowan at midnight. What the fuck is going on here? And then you've got the band, the worst band ever. You know these types of bands. You get them in like holiday resorts as well. They're always playing the exact... Uh, for our next song, we are... Uh, firstly, thank you very much. No one's clapping. No one's clapping. We're trying to eat our soup here. Uh, thank you very much. For our next song, we've got a very special one, and, uh, this one, Sweet Chalaman by the Guns and Roses. No, it's Guns and Roses. You don't need to, why are you accentuating the and? Guns and... you know, no, Guns and Roses. And also, this isn't the Guns and Roses. This is like some pervert on a Casio, okay? You know what I mean? This isn't fucking Axel and Slash, right? Anyway, dog shit music. And of course, as the evening progresses, there are only two sort of possible or plausible outcomes for a young Irish person. You can take a left or a right, okay? On your left, you've got sort of drinking yourself into oblivion, where you probably have the sort of trustiness of your bowel movements a la a 94-year-old, or you go down the sexual route, I took the right route, the sexual route, as always. Ever So confident with such little experience. But there was a girl at our table, okay? There was a girl at our table who got so bloody, paralytic drunk, okay? That the emergency services had to be called to the venue. And they put her... I don't know if you're familiar with these, but they sort of make... It's, it's, it's sort of, like, it's not dissimilar to a wheelchair, but they actually had to put her into this in order to sort of restrain her limbs because she was behaving so erratically and so completely out of her mind drunk. They then call her parents because, unfortunately, they were going to have to bring her to the hospital and get her stomach pumped. And is there ever, is there ever a moment that just encapsulates the Irish mother being totally like an utter stalwart, stalwart for her kids in terms of support? Basically, this poor girl, she's so drunk. She's there like with the paramedics in this, uh, in the sort of wheelchair type thing. And then her mum arrives. Okay. And the girl's tongue is. Like, she looks like a French bulldog. Her tongue is basically licking her shoes. She's absolutely on a different planet, okay? And the mum comes in. And you know, the mum's first thing that she said was, oh, oh, Neve lovey, what have you eaten? So much for listening to the Sunday roast. Thank you again for all of your messages. I know I said it at the start, but you don't realise the difference it makes to my sense of well-being. So I really, really appreciate it. Please subscribe to the Patreon. Uh, we're going to release the dates for the live shows in the next week or two. So you've got to be subscribed to the Patreon in order to get the tickets because I have a bit of a I have a bit of a trick up my sleeve. Anyway, uh, yeah, subscribe to the Patreon, forward slash Mark Megan, Instagram, at MeganMark. And again, can't thank you enough. This is amazing. I'm having so much fun with it, and I hope you are too. Uh, look after yourselves this week, and I will see you soon. Cheers.